Hi, I'm Bailey, and basically, I'm giving you my best. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be discussing a wide variety of topics from health and wealth to motherhood and homeschooling and even some conspiracy theories. We'll dive into how these topics intersect and impact our lives. We'll explore ways to maintain good physical and mental health while also building wealth and navigating the challenges of motherhood. So grab something to sip and join us for a lighthearted yet deeply passionate podcast. Welcome to Basically Bailey's Best. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm so excited to welcome our special guest, Dana McGowan. Uh, We are going to be talking about homeschool, health, motherhood, and how raising children is also raising a mother. Like, not only are they getting a childhood, you are getting a motherhood, your motherhood. So um, Dana is one of my best friends. She is incredible. She went from a yoga instructor to a stay-at-home mom to a business entrepreneur. And I cannot wait for you to listen to this because it's going to be a good one. All right, here we go. Welcome to the freaking show, Dana. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank Um, you for having me. Yes, my first official and maybe my favorite guest of all time. No, I'm just saying. (gasps) Oh, no pressure. What an honor. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Dana, uh, if you heard the intro that I recorded, you'll know that she's, she's basically like one of my best friends and this is going to be probably more casual than recording with somebody that I don't know. So I'm even more excited about that. So we are talking about health, homeschool, motherhood, how that when you're raising a child that you're also raising a mother. So Dana, why don't you give us like a little blurb about you and where you came from, how you started in yoga and then you had kids. Like just give me like a little bit of backstory about you. Yeah. So I got started in fitness for me was always about looks and I went through, I I gained weight and I lost weight and I shrunk down to 93 pounds thinking that I would be happy and I still wasn't happy. And not only that, I lost um, my period for six months. So I didn't even know if I could be a mom. And that was, you know, traumatic, was horrible. But all my life, you know, I've just been kind of ingrained, like skinny matters, skinny matters. And all my life, I also knew I wanted to be a mom. And I was like, oh my gosh, did this journey just like take away the one thing that I always knew that I wanted? Um, And in that time, I was teaching bar. Um, Well, actually, first I took a bar class. And I was like, oh, my gosh, exercise that, like, felt really good, movement that felt really good and empowered me and made me just, like, feel good from the inside. Like, what is this? And I I had to go back. I had to learn more. And I kept going. And one of the teachers was like, have you ever thought about teaching? And I'm like, wait a second. Like, earn an income from doing something that I love? No, I have not. Tell me more. (laughs) And so that led to me getting certified in several different methods, which evolved into my yoga teacher training that I actually took while I was pregnant with my first um, baby, with my son. And that just kind of awoke something in me that fitness is bigger like it's move it's called movement for a reason because you are meant to move and not just in in your body but like in life too in your mind in in your spirit in your soul and in all these things you know and 
Then I started my yoga business at my husband's nightclub. I taught on the dance floor with super loud, fun music. It was such a fun class. And then um, I got pregnant with my daughter and something kind of shifted to where I was feeling like I needed to be a full-time stay-at-home mom, which I was very fortunate enough to do. And then that happened and I'm like, wait a second, who am I now outside of just a mom? Like I felt kind of like a a grieving of an an identity shift in me. Yeah. And I would sing this song every night. uh, It's called A Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman. Mm -hmm. And the song is about like going after your dreams, you know? And so I'm like tucking my kids into bed, singing this song to them while not doing anything about my own dreams. And I'm like, you, the only way to change this is to do something. So I had known about body for years. I had watched the businesses that women were building and I judged it. And I'm like, that will never be me. It's so corny. It's so cheesy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know? And then, um, I was like, you know what, if you have time to watch, you also have time to work. And I needed something where the business plan was done for me. And so it just like, it just felt right. So I talked to to my partner and I was like, you know, I don't want to help women get skinny. I don't want to help women lose weight. I want to help women like really evolve and and learn to love themselves. And she was like, that's why this community really needs you is because we need a voice like that. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I've just been able to like, to really make it, make it my own and evolve so much over the past four years and meet soul sisters like you and and I get to stay home and be present with my kids I have to be very intentional with my time um but it's made me better in in every single way I can I can imagine and at the same time I feel like I'm just beginning so yeah yeah I feel like I just love every time you tell that story like I've heard it a couple (laughs) of times but I guess like each time I hear it I see like these different patterns right so like the first one I saw was like a low of trying to shrink down and then a high mm-hmm. of re finding out your, like your passion of the movement in general. And mm-hmm. then another low of like losing identity and motherhood, which I think a lot of my listeners are going to be able to relate to. And then yeah. finding that high again. But like, obviously there's a ton of life happening in between all of that. Yeah. Um, and then the next pattern I see is you tend to go big or go home whenever you're freaking pregnant. So there's, <laughs> there's that bravo. Um, Thank you. So, so both of us are body partners and we also diversify our income through collaborations, through partnerships. And we've just like kind of discovered ourselves. And like Dana said, like, it feels like just the beginning to us. Like I had this podcast a long time ago before I ever did body, before I ever rediscovered, um, discovered, like uncovered who I really was uh, under all the layers of like what other people have told you, what you've told yourself, life experiences. And it feels like just the beginning, but I guess we also have to account for like, there's so much work that we have done just to get to the beginning of the journey, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like there's, especially I feel like for women, like we've been bombarded our whole lives with like messaging, you know, just, just this mentality of shrink down, be less, don't be too loud. Don't be angry. Don't be too, too big in your energy, like all these different things. And I feel like, you know, I wouldn't say that the, the both of us are like feminists, but I'm all for like women finding a voice and being your truest, most authentic self. And if that is quiet, then great. And if that is loud, even better. 
Right. But think about that goes back to children, right? Think about how many times we're told that as kids. Don't be loud. Mm-hmm. Don't be messy. Don't be this. Don't be that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're, and I, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. But when you just said that, I was like, oh my gosh, things I need to work on as a mom, because yeah. those are qualities I don't want to dim out of my kids either. Like, thank you for that. Cause that just yeah. gut check right there. It is such a gut check. I'd say that's like the biggest thing. You know, of course, there's like this awakening in ourselves that we've learned through the personal development, through pushing through on the workout you didn't want to do, through making the the more nutritious food choice instead of the processed food and reading food labels. That Mm -hmm. fourth, and I think the one that kind of stings the most, is raising our kids and how we're raising our kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a very loud, brash individual. I did not grow up in like any sort of a Christian household. I came from a very broken family. And, um, there are pieces of you, like a lot of who you are comes from how you were raised, no matter how much goodness you get in the latter half of your life, a lot of it comes from how you're raised. And so then Mm -hmm. you think about that and then you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm creating my kid's childhood and I am setting them up for life and, and you have to be more intentional about it. And then Dana mm-hmm. has Dana has this freaking quote, y'all, and it rocks me every time. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> you're not just raising a child. Like, you're giving yourself a motherhood, too. And this particular quote is from um, Dr. Shafali. She wrote The Parenting Map, and it's like a guide to conscious parenting. She's like, if it were about the child, it would be called childing, but it's called parenting. And I was like, dang, Mm -hmm. dang, it's so true, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That people, I guess people think, I think, again, this is like consumer marketing right here, but like, it's all about the kid and that you're supposed to bend over backwards and put yourself last and be a disheveled human being and give your whole self to a child. First of Mm -hmm. all, the child cannot bear that weight. Okay. Like they, they shouldn't have to feel well, I couldn't do my workout because you were being too loud. I mean, that, that's like a, that's a horrible weight that you're placing on a child. They don't deserve yes. that type of power. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And number two, like kids need boundaries. Kids need parents. Kids don't need more friends. They need more guiding lights in their life. And that comes through your words and also through your actions and being yeah. intentional about both of those things. Right. A million percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. So both of us decided to homeschool and I don't think that either of us envisioned ourselves being homeschool moms. (laughs) Um, I did. Yeah. Yes. And no, for me, like as a kid, if you saw me in when I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, 10, I was wearing a like frock and an apron (laughs) and a bonnet. Okay. And I played house all day long. Yes. I had a boy and a girl, which that's what the universe, God, whatever you believe in, if you're on this podcast, is God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know me. But that – and look what the universe gave me. Yep. I literally have a boy and a girl. And we – I mean, I would. I would play school with my kids and I would bake bread. You guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm at home with my kids and I bake bread. <laughs> like, I love it. And um, you just made your first freaking sourdough. I'm so proud of you. I sure did. So just a little – that was on my New Year's resolution too in January, you guys. It's November. But <laughs> – I made it happen and now we are enjoying it for the holidays. So yes. don't, don't sleep on your goals. Don't wait till January. Okay? Yes. Um, but yeah. yeah, I, um, I kind of 
it had been on my heart for a long time to homeschool. And then my girlfriend, Randy, sent me um, the book from – oh, my gosh. I sent it to you, uh-huh. right? The, the motherhood, the, the homeschool, Wild, Wild and Free? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Home, Call of the Wild and Free. And it just, like, simplified – it just made education sound so beautiful and, and freeing. And it really solidified – my decision. Cause it's a, it's a hard path. It's hard no matter what you do. It, raising children is hard period. Yep. Um, but it really just kind of opened my eyes that you can. There's a different what way. We, There's yeah. A different what, we've, way. what we've been told is that you mold the child to the education and mm-hmm. with homeschool, you get to mold the education to the child um, in a really individual and, and beautiful way whatever that looks like for you yeah um and like she said like there's there's a sacrifice no matter what you do if you send your kids off to public school you're sacrificing what they're going to be exposed to you're sacrificing what they're going to be learning you're sacrificing you know time away from your kids and some of you are like I need time away from my kids listen Mm -hmm. we we do too that doesn't change whether you homeschool or you send your kids to public school but then you know with the homeschooling the sacrifice is you know, you don't have that traditional job, which to the both of us doesn't sound like a sacrifice because we would never go back to a nine to five. Um, and well, never say never, but we would prefer not to. We're entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, and then like the sacrifices, you know, you do have to be in charge. You do have to be intentional. You do have to set really hard boundaries. You have to be the leader of your life and your children's life in education and rest and all these different things. Like literally last night, Emma got, uh, we left for the weekend, um, had the weekend away. It was amazing. But, you know, we kind of got my, like a bad report back on Emma. Like she was great up until she had to do something she didn't want to do. And then she was a brat. And then she was, yeah. you know, trying to manipulate and she was trying to get out of, get out of it. And um, she got home and I could tell like she was dog crap tired. So at like three o'clock, there had been like multiple things like harassing her sister, getting like snotty about needing to do the dishes. And I literally just like had this parenting moment where I was like, you know what? I see five steps back from that action. Like I see what led up to that. And I wasn't really able to see that before. It would just trigger me and I would yell and cuss and get pissed off and be like, why are you being like this? But mm-hmm. I was able to have like that outer body experience because of the five years of work I've been doing. Yes. And I said, you need to go take a nap. Like go to your room, get some comfortable clothes on. Y'all, she's 11. Okay. It's not like she's three. And she said, okay. And she went into her room and y'all, she passed out for like 45 minutes. She Mm -hmm. was so tired. And so kids, again, they don't need another friend. They don't need another fun person in their life. They need guidance. They need boundaries. You are guiding them up to make better decisions. And, you know, I've constantly, Dana knows, but like, I have an 11-year-old going on 25-year-old. She just thinks she's grown and she wants to wear makeup and she wants to wear crop tops. And I mean, I'm, I'm not for that. I'm like, you're 11. You need to be 11. You need to be a child. You need to have fun. You need to keep your innocence. You know, for me, my innocence was stripped away long before I was an adult. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to preserve that for you. And mm-hmm. I was talking to, my, talking to my dad, who I love him to death, but we'd see differently in parenting, but he, he had some good advice. And I said, gosh, like, am I just going to have to freaking repeat myself a hundred times? And he looked at me and he, he kind of smirked and he said, yeah, you are welcome to parenting. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh my gosh, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Like, it is 
about repeating, repeating, repetitive, repetitive, and, and, and helping them build those healthy habits. And they say like, it takes 21 days to build a healthy habit. I'm kind of convinced it takes 21 years to train your child <laughs> to do the right thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. A million percent. Yeah. A million percent. And I too, I think too, you get to really nurture their soul, you know, and help yeah. them learn to like emotionally regulate and, and support their, their mental health more and preserve their, their childhood. Because, you know, so many times they're like, grow up, grow up, grow up. But it's like, what if the whole point of this is not to grow up? Because once they're grown, they're grown. They're literally they, it's grown. Such a, yeah, it's such a blip. Like yeah. you and I both, I mean, I think that Dana and I probably text every day, like, oh my gosh, the kids are driving me nuts. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> Who wants to hop on the virtual gym and hit a punching bag to get this anger out? You know, like yeah. we're not, we're not like, well, Dana probably is Betty Crocker parent. I'm not <laughs> Betty Crocker. I'm not like do the crafts. Like if you take glitter out or glue out in front of me, like my eyes, I'm going to start twitching. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm a bad homeschool mom. No, you don't have to be that. You don't have to be that. And no. I think that again, like once you start going down the rabbit hole of like, oh, homeschool isn't as weird as I thought it was. Like those people aren't actually weird. They're actually pretty cool. Like that's crazy. Or wow, that traditional medicine um, compared to the herbal remedies, like, wow, I I didn't realize it was, there was a difference and both Mm -hmm. of them are good and they serve a different purpose. But I actually like the the herbal remedies better because it's nourishing my body instead of masking the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And so like, just all these different things that come together in motherhood, in health and wellness, in homeschool, it just starts to show you, like my last podcast episode was like taking your health back into your own hands. And I think that's what the journey that Dana and I are on so similarly, like parallel at this point is taking your life back into your own hands, taking your income back into your own hands, your, your motherhood, your health, like how you move your body. Like it doesn't have to be what you thought it was. There's this whole world outside of what we've been trained to believe. Yeah. And it's supposed to feel really good. It's supposed, yeah. well, uncomfortable, but, but really good. Like nobody's, ex- nobody's, ex- nobody is exempt from an uncomfortable life, but you get a say in how you experience it. And it can either be avoidance of the work or, or, or the excuses or the work and the confronting yourself um, and, and taking ultimate radical accountability for your choices, your actions, your decisions, your thoughts, at your health, everything. Yeah, that you're not that you're not a victim of life. Mm-mm. Like you can I, be the victor. You can be the victor, not the victim. And you, you guys know, like, especially through Christ, like, especially through Jesus, like, that's what our whole belief system is. So, like, if you believe in Jesus, then start acting like it. Pull the card. Say, I am like I, I can do all things through Christ, but like, I guess for the longest time, we have just felt like things are happening to us and not for us. And sometimes yeah. y'all, sometimes it's neither. Sometimes something just happens and it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. the person walking down the street that the dog takes a poop in your yard, that is not, you're not a victim. <laughs> you're not a victim. The dog just needed to poop. Like get over it. Like if you, if you, we just had a conversation about this last night with Emma is like, if whatever you tell your brain is what your brain is going to look for. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like within the body app, we actually have a new app that's separate from body. It's called growth day. And it's with oh, Brendan Burchard. So it good. is freaking it's incredible. So Literally. We all start our day with this um, daily fire. And it's like, sometimes it's eight minutes. Sometimes it's 28 minutes. Depends on how much of a rant he goes on. And they're always so good, mm-hmm. but retraining your neuro pathways can be, and is as simple as, 
tiny five minute increments in your day. It doesn't have to be an ice bath or a marathon or quitting your job and going to work as a missionary in Africa. Like all those things are great, but that is not realistic in how you actually retrain your brain. It is those minuscule moments and the, the daily fire, the growth day app, it really is all about mindset, but it's so cool because, um, I think a lot of people hear personal development, right? And if you're, if you're Christian, you're kind of like, well, isn't the Bible personal development? Yes, but no. Okay. So there's like a difference between positivity and personal development and like your biblical beliefs. And I think that people just think like self-help is like this woo-woo, rah-rah type of thing. And it's not like it's, it's reminding your flawed human brain that everything's okay. You don't have to be in fight or flight mode. You can live your life intentionally and live it outside the box on purpose for a purpose. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy, right? Like, like tell, tell us about, uh, cause you were telling me about like, there's different classes for, if you're struggling with parenting, there's a parenting class within growth day. Mm-hmm. And I think too, that goes back to like happiness. Like so many people, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. You guys, it's impossible to be happy 20 uh, for the rest of your life. Like it's, it's just not, we need to take that off the table. I think that the true definition of happiness is actually being able to feel it all and move through it in an empowering, healthy way. And having the, having the tools to do that because you're going to feel sad sometimes. Great. What do you do with that sadness? Do you sit in it? Do you stew in it? Does it hold you back? Or do you have habits in motion to move your life forward? What do you do when you feel grief or stress? Like, do you consume? Are you just hitting up, you know, the drive-through or is it the alcohol or is it the drugs or is it the sitting on social media or is it movement? Is it meditation? Is it yoga? Is it breath work? Is it connecting with your kids? Is it putting your phone away? Like what is it? Because that right there is going to be your determining factor in your happiness. It's your habits. And, and all of that, all of that is the how, right? Mm-hmm. But what, what we have to realize before the how is the what and, and awareness is the biggest yes. gift. And, yes. and, and it, that it can be uncomfortable because once you, once you know, you can't unknow. And that's mm-hmm. like the most terrifying thing. Like, now that I know that there's paint thinners and cinnamon toast crunch, I want to cry because that's my favorite. Exactly. Cereal, yeah. But I can't eat it. I can't do it. Exactly. Now that, I know that there's literal parasites in a McDonald's cheeseburger. I am never, ever, ever going to say, oh, it's not one time can't hurt. Yes, it can. Yes, mm-hmm. it can. I can't do it anymore. And so, yes, you're going to, you're going to suffer through the awareness. But once you know, and you say, here's the, what, Let's not get overwhelmed by the how, because mm-hmm. we have systems and routines and processes and a positive community around us to help have these hard conversations, to move through the personal development, to get us plugged into a group of other uplifting women to do the personal development work, to get the movement and to hold us accountable. And so that's our bread and butter. Like, that's what we do. Like, yes, we have all these diverse incomes and we're homeschoolers and we're bread makers, but the bread and butter of what Dana and I do are these groups where we plug people in specifically women. I mean, that's just our niche market because love you guys, but girls who run the world girls. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And we, we plug you in and we get you 
quick at-home workouts, simple nutrition, and a community of empowerment to pull you up and not just like call you out, but to pull you up. It's not a handout. It's a hand up. You get to do with it what you want. Yep. And it only works if if you work it, you know, like it only works if you, if you dive in, but, but think about, you know, what, think about the things that we want for our children, right? Don't we want them happy? Don't we want them healthy? Don't we want them fulfilled? And yet so many times we sacrifice all of it for them. And it's like, how will they know? How will they know what those things mean, what self-love is, what fulfillment is, what happiness is, what health is, if we're not actively doing the work in front of them? Like I, and I communicate with my children, hey, I need to fill my cup too. And I include them. And the amount of times that they grab their little weights and come over with me and are, it's so, you guys, it blows my mind. And I think about how differently that could look. It could look like, you know, alcohol, or it could look like just something else, you know, running, Um, like running to the phone and sitting down and just having that on your face the whole time. I'm not, we're not saying phones are bad. We literally work on phones, but it's a hard boundary of like, tell them Mm -hmm. about Roman getting, uh, getting the, uh, what am I even trying to say? The laundry. Oh my gosh. The other day, my son went to the basement to go look for a shirt and he couldn't find it. It was full of towels. So he brings a whole basket of towels up and folds it and puts them away without me asking, without me saying a word. And I just cried. I just cried. And I was like, buddy, you are, you're so special. Thank you so much. And I was like, if you want to know what to get me for Christmas, it's just this. And he's like, and Christmas love and hope. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I can totally you're an see angel. Him. Yes, you're an a angel. Freaking, a freaking angel. Um, <sighs> yeah, I just, and that's what I'm saying. Like my, like my mom what, was always cooking home meals and I just automatically revert to home cooked meals. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, unless I'm just like dog crap tired and I just want to go order a pizza, I'll do that. I'm totally down for that. I literally did it last night, guys. But uh, my, my automatic go-to is how I was raised. And I'm, I'm lucky to be raised by a strong, independent, single mom where I feel like I'm super independent and I have this delusion that I can basically do anything halfway good, <laughs> which is great. But a lot of people weren't raised like that. And so mm-hmm. just remember that like, even if you weren't raised like that, you have the tools and resources, especially in today's age to re- just redirect your life and you redirect can break your children's this, yes. life. Break the cycle, break the cycle because- you know, the things that we're not willing to heal and face in our own lives is what we are going to pass on to our children. Like, what if we, what if we didn't pass on a relationship with health that they needed to heal from? What if we didn't pass on, pass on a relationship with self-love that they needed to heal from? What if we were the cycle breakers and it all started with us and then their kids know how to do it and then their kids know how to do it and our kids are going to have to heal from us in some way or another. Oh, yeah. we're, like, we're totally going to screw like up a little a million, bit. They're going to need yeah. therapy, but it's fine. A million Everybody percent. Needs therapy. But, um, you know, I just think that, that really loving yourself and, and what more motivation do you need than little eyes watching you, what you're doing, you Absolutely. know, like what more motivation do you need to, to show up and, and live a big life and they don't need a martyr. They, they need a model. Um, uh, I'm just a fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thing my mom always said to me: "You're not a martyr, you're a mother," and it it stuck with me. But I think Glennon Doyle said it. You know, what if our kids don't? They don't need somebody to save us. 
they need to watch us save ourselves so that they know how or it's something yeah, like that yeah. she has self-empowerment we don't we don't yeah we don't need all this other outside noise like yes you need a strong family unit yes you need you know your community of people around you that's aligned yeah. and positive and all that like of course I'm not saying isolate yourself but you don't need cough cough conspiracy theory you don't need the government to save you you don't need the government to feed you you don't need Uh -uh. the doctors to heal you like again I just talked about this on my stories this morning like sure if I break my arm I would like to go to a doctor that and I'm gonna be say thank you for being so smart but uh for a common cold I'm good I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with what I know and and empowerment and, and education and educating yourself is more important now than ever Yes, I think that I wish that more people in the medical field talked about empowerment over fear. You know, that being said, like, my mom has stage four lung cancer. I'm very grateful for for the medicine that, that she is on. I also do believe that, you know, there's there's other paths and things to incorporate if you ever do get a, you know, diagnosis or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, the, there is a need for some medicine there is a need for for doctor you know like, yeah there absolutely. is a need for all of that but you there's a lot you can take into your own hands that's just not being talked about enough yeah. um yeah and there's a lot of things that you can do that have been done for years and yep. years and years and years that come from the earth because the first four letters in health spell heal oh she bring in the fire it says heal not band-aid not suppress not mask not just just take this and then that'll lead to something else then i'll give you another pill and then i'll give you another pill and then i'll give you another pill and i'm just gonna insert like a like you know the horn that's like i'm gonna (laughs) insert that right here (laughs) yeah because you know it's it's very it's very hard to to make a profit from somebody who is healthy and aligned and and empowered Awake. Yeah. 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 Awake. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, this was so good. I feel like we could just literally go on forever. I know. And, you know, <laughs> I, I fully plan on having you on the show to talk about like specific topics, but like this overall arching theme in our lives that we align so heavily on. I just wanted to get you on the show and uh, I'm going to go with one last question. Okay. What would you tell yourself, your younger self, like if you, if you had like one piece of advice to tell your younger self, like before you were a mom, like, like, let's say you're 15, mm. you're 15, your 15 year old self, what would you just one piece of advice or just something you want to just tell her right now? <laughs> Why does this make me cry? <laughs> I know it makes me cry every time. Cause you, cause then did you not just envision you sitting there and you looking yourself in the eyes at 15 yes. and then yeah. like maybe giving her a hug and being like, son of a yeah biscuit yep um I think it would be when you love yourself first the entire world will fall into place for you oh I love that I'm hugging 15 year old Dana right now (laughs) gosh I think that so much of it just starts with with self-love and when you really have inner peace everything else is just a blip and you know it's you realize how how insignificant it is when you really when you really love yourself yeah. And could we even translate self-love into like self-respect? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I mm-hmm. think people hear self-love and they're like, oh, that's woo-woo. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. Because if you gave yourself a hug right now, you'd probably cry. If you gave yourself a hug right now and you said, I love you. And I am so thankful for you getting, you know, this past version of me getting me through this entire part of life. And I'm so excited to meet the new version of her too, because Mm -hmm. movement, you let's go back to the beginning. Like it's about the movement. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to move. You're supposed to realign. You're supposed to recalibrate, reconnect all these things. And I'm just so glad that I had you on the show to talk about all these things. And I love you so much. I, I just love you too. Can't Thank imagine so life much. without you. No, I, I truly, truly, truly cannot. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful for you every single day. You're such a light and I love this mission that you're on and you, um, you're so authentically and unapologetically you, and you just exude a confidence, um, that, that most people would give anything to have. So thank you. I love you. Thank you for inspiring me, encouraging me, helping me You're a lot when, when I was postpartum and in the depths and the pits of hell and all that stuff. And uh, all right. Until next time. All right. Thank love you. you love you too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that it brought value and or a giggle into your life, hopefully both. I wanted to reach out and tell you that each month I open up the door to a new health and wellness group. What does this mean? We run it for 30 days. It goes from the first of the month to the end of the month. And here's what I offer. Quick at-home workouts, simple nutrition, mindset and accountability, all wrapped up into a Christ-centered community. It is the absolute best. It is the bread and butter of what I do. And if you are interested in joining a group of women that is going to pull you up and not pull you apart from your family, this is what you're looking for. This is not going to add more to your plate. This is going to give you energy and zest for life to make it through these tough mothering years. So if you are interested, shoot me an email at coachbaileykk at gmail.com. That's coachbaileykk at gmail.com. Love you, girl.